podcast. I am your host, Brian Kochi, director of media here at Whistle Realty Group. And I am here with the fabulous, the wonderful, the one and only Thomas Conyers. <laughs> and Brandy's here too. Uh, <laughs> <I'm out. laughs> I am here with our director of sales, Brandy Berry. Uh, we are so happy to have you. Thanks. Welcome Thanks to the for show. Thanks Again. Again. I know I was going to say. Well, I, I guess it's going to be all play those first. people that said it was so good last time, right? <laughs> Brandy, right. tell me, tell, <laughs> I, I know what you do, I hope, but tell those that are listening, obviously you're there, you are the director of sales. What does that entail? So basically I'm responsible for growth. So growth of our sales here at Whistle, uh, whether it be um, outside sales, inside sales, all everything growth related and uh, growth of the team itself. So making sure that we're growing at um, a healthy rate and bringing in uh, the type of agents that we want to be in business with. So I actually want to add one more to that. So, and I love the word growth. One, it's one of our core values, grow or die, but growing our sales, right? So we, we have more sales, make more money, be more profitable, good. Growing our team, more agents, more inside sales, more admin support, right? You're, you're primarily focused on, on growing the number of agents. But what I want to talk about today is the growth of each agent, right? You you help the agent, the individual agent, grow within themselves because we know it, th- there's several ways to get to a billion dollars, right? You can get a billion agents and each have them do one dollar worth, or you can make the agents we have much more productive, right? Right, and so that's one of the things that I think um, you really excel at is really coaching up our agents to to be better agents and we all we all know we'd rather have 10 agents doing the same amount of deals 10 agents doing a billion dollars worth of deals rather than a hundred agents right? right it's easier so talk a little bit about what you do to kind of coach up an agent how do you help them grow so a couple of ways actually we do um of course we have our training right so that is definitely a, a huge part of it but then outside of that you mean the training, the onboarding training? The onboarding training. Yep. It's a, it's a, talk a little bit about that. It's our three-week training program. So, yeah. So, we do it uh, when, when agents are onboarded, uh, we they enter into a three-week onboarding training program. Uh, it's four days a week uh, from 9 a.m. to 3.30 every day. And um, we teach them everything from, of course, our systems and tools. And then we go into listings and buyers. And we do a lot of mindset and mirror and matching and disc profiling and uh, so just to give them really the, the foundation for success. Excellent. So then they graduate from that program and then it's, they're like deer in headlights. Oh my gosh, what do I do now? So we have them in one-on-one training after that for their next month uh, to make sure that they lose the deer in headlights look and build confidence mm-hmm. um, and really navigate them through what they do with their first deal, right? If they get a listing or a sell and how that works. Um, and then help to build their confidence. So that's on a um, a weekly basis for their first month after. And then they go into a group coaching program from there. Um, and then I also do high-level coaching uh, 101s with our top agents. Excellent. Now, talk a little bit about the idea between uh, individual coaching versus group group coaching and, and the, the pros and cons a little bit of each. So... I think at least for us and how we how we do it here, it's you really have to figure out where the agent is at any given time. So as a new agent, they are they don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. And so 
you're really having to hold their hand one-on-one at that point to get them through that first month of right being out there. So that's really more a, um, not even a skill coaching at that point. It's more of a grounded, you're going to be okay. Here's how you write your ABCs and one, two, threes, right? And your psychology of it all. Yeah. Right. Then, so I, I wouldn't even say there's a whole lot of skill that coaching that goes in at that point, a little bit, but that's not the focus. Um, group coaching <clears throat> is great because you are with your peers. And if you have that question, more than likely somebody else has that question. And so it enables us to answer it all at once instead of having to answer it 13 different times, right? Uh, which we still end up answering 13 different times. Um, but at least we're trying. Uh, but also it helps for everybody to learn and, and grow together. So that's really where skills training uh, starts, I think starts to really take effect um, and accountability. So group coaching is really good uh, for accountability and making sure people are staying on track and then skill coaching together. You can, you can uh, break them out into different groups. They can role play, they can uh, do a presentation, they can practice on each other um, as far as any a listing presentation or buyer consultation. Um, and then, you know, we actually go through numbers and where everybody is and what the activities that they're doing. Because what they're doing um, is totally different than, let's say, now our top agents. Thank you. This is exactly where I was hoping you'd go with it. And on the top agent level, um, I do uh, one-on-ones with them. So, and that's a whole different level because they have the skill. A lot of times they just need somebody to, to listen to them and it's mindset for them. So mm -hmm. at that point, they're they're so busy. They have so much going on. Um, it's not, I'm not teaching them. They know how to do a listing presentation. They know how to have conducted by our consultation. It's more about how are they getting the leverage they need? Where's their mindset? Are they staying on track with their goals? At that point, there's a whole lot of pressure um, on the top agent. So um, I do one-on-one coaching with them. And then we do top agent mastermind. Um, so I would say it's group coaching on steroids to where it's um, all of our top tiered um, agents and we get together with Kyle and it's um, really like a, a three hour deep dive into a whole different level of, of coaching at that point all together. Sometimes so, together, sometimes we bring in um, out, outside agents as well. Some of the things that I really want to point out that I heard you say is one, talking about doing group coaching I think some of the things that we do here, we do our weekly meetings, mm -hmm. we do our huddles in the morning right. where everyone in the company or at least every salesperson is involved in, right? right? And so um, it's a good way to kind of introduce new ideas or uh, have some of the agents coach and kind of help train. But everyone is there. It's kind of a one size fits all, um, which is good for certain things. Right. But then what I heard you say, which I think is the most important is breaking it out into different groups. Yeah. And so it's important to have a one-size-fits-all for portions. Right. So so the new people can That's see... That's your team meetings. Yeah, it's your team meetings. The new people can go, oh, I don't know. I remember when I joined Whistle, we we did a... I think the first couple of weeks, they did a series on farming. And I had to ask Kyle the second week, what the fuck are we talking about for farming? <laughs> like, I thought this was real estate. Why are... are is it corn? <laughs> is Like, what... I didn't understand farming. But I think that kind of helps... The, the new people understand what they don't know. It helps right. them, oh, well, this is the terminology, this, and kind of kind of that trial by fire, but they'll get into it, right? Right. Um, and then with your experience agents, yeah, there's there's a half an hour, hour of, of talking, but that's where they can really pick out the, oh, I can do this and implement this, do these little tweaks. Mm -hmm. 
But then what's great is taking that that big one size fits all and breaking it down. And we all know the best way to do it, the the, the best way to get the agent from zero to, to their next step is to do personalized one-on-one coaching for as many hours as they need. Mm-hmm. We also know that's not scalable beyond like two people, right? If you have two people and there's some agents that I'm thinking of in my brain right now. Don't say it out loud. I won't say it out loud. <laughs> they will take up 150% of your day every single day mm-hmm. Um, and that's not scalable. So breaking them out into different uh, quartiles or experience levels or however you do that, putting agents with agents that they're with, right? People that have done you know, less than three deals or, or people that have been in the industry for less than a year. Like, I don't care how you break it up, but make sure that no one in the room is way smarter or way dumber than the rest of the group. We want to have it kind of fairly compact in, in what that group looks like. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I think you definitely have to do that. And and then also on the same token, you have to really keep an eye on what your salespeople are doing, what your agents are doing. Because if you see them, an agent start to falter a little bit and go down, you have to be on top of that. And then that's probably, for me, I would pull them aside and have a, a – one-on-one, like even if they're not one of our top-tiered agents, I would at that point then have a one-on-one with them like, hey, what's happening here? Something's going on. Are you okay? Is there something that, that we can do? Your numbers, like that's that's my job, right, is to make sure that everybody's supported and, and can um, get to the level that they want to be in. So it's not just cookie cutter putting them in a box. That is definitely, um, I would say, the um, the layout for it. But then just keeping an eye on the agents as well and their production to make sure that if they're dipping, you, you're in on that. That's not a group coaching conversation. That's a one-on-one conversation. Hey, Jimmy, you're fucking up. What's going that's on? Right. I'm sad. That's right. I'm glad we can talk about this in front of the group. <laughs> that's right. So obviously you say you're looking at them, seeing when they're start, starting to flip or fall. Mm-hmm. You talked about numbers. We know that looking at production is a pretty far lagging indicator, right? Yeah. Of If you're just looking at how many homes they sold, Oh, I'm used to, to Jimmy selling six houses a month, or let's say six houses a quarter, and then he went for, to four houses, and then he went to two houses. At that point, he's already fallen off a cliff. What are some of the other numbers that you look at that will give you kind of a, a heads up to... Attendance. Okay, attendance. Yeah, Tell me so, more. so if they're attending your, um, like for us, right, we have a morning huddle. Are they attending that? We do role play. Are they attending that? Are, are they attending the team meeting? Are they attending all the things, trainings, whatever it is? Are they coming into the office? Do you see them? Do you hear from them? Are they returning your phone calls? Um, and if you're on top of your business, which you should be, you'll see, is their name coming across? Are they having appointments? Are they setting appointments? So really making sure that you, you're looking at the numbers and you understand. So those are the, the as soon as people start to not attend, um, not be present, something's happening one mm-hmm. way or the other. Either they're looking to to cheat on you and go somewhere else yep. um, or there's something something happening personally that you, you need to figure out what that is. Yeah, so I think that's a great way to do it, in, especially eyes and ears and see, just mm-hmm. being aware. Um, some numbers that you mentioned and some that I want to kind of add into it. Setting appointments. I think that's a great um, a, a great leading indicator. Right. If, if they're not setting appointments, they're not doing, they're not doing their work. We all right? have report cards. Yeah. Um, and you want to be careful not measuring things too too tightly right right how many phone calls and how many minutes per phone like you don't want to get but again if they're not setting appointments they're not going to close deals right so that's that's a great one 
the other thing that we're doing uh, that I think is really important is making sure that our agents are um, caught up with their segments. So right. we use Follow-Up Boss. We have smart lists or segments that we've deemed most important to make sure we keep our pipeline full, right? right? And so are they calling the people that they're supposed to be calling on a daily basis? And if they're not, oh, well, they were sick for a couple of days or they went out of town. Okay, okay. But if you see these people that they should have been called you know, once a week and you're seeing three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, that's a really good indicator that they're lagging for some reason. Right. Maybe it's personal reasons. Maybe they're unmotivated. Maybe they made the money that they needed to this year, and they're just done. Like, and if that's the case, you need to reassign the leads. <laughs> right. Like, like let's figure it out. So, so that's good. So we talked about coaching a little bit. We talked about what numbers to look at. We talked about scaling your coaching. How do you have conversations with agents um, to kind of either coach them up or coach them out? Where, where do you have that conversation? Um, all the time. So you, ha- you have to be able to have the, the tough conversations. Um, but you also have to be able to right, lend an ear and, and a hug if needed. So um, the agents will tell you what they want to know. I have agents that literally tell me when you and I meet, one of our top agents, um, th- these are the questions I want you to ask me. This is what I want you to hold me accountable to. This is a high D personality. And And if I don't do it, punch me in the face. (laughs) Um, And so so you just know, like, having a pulse on your team is critical and crucial in their success and ultimately yours. Um, So you know, which, and if their numbers are dropping, and ultimately they want to do deals, they want to make money, that's the whole point. That's the whole reason why they're in real estate and why they're on our team. So it's our job, my job specifically, to hold them accountable to that, to their goals, not our goal for them, right? It's your goal. You're the one that wanted to hit 50 this year. <clears throat> like you're you're sucking right now. You're going to have to work harder, you know, in October. So, you know, going back to clearing your segments, a, part, a lot of that is work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the pipeline there already. It's They're in your segments. So would you rather call through and do the follow-up on your pipeline that you have there that you've already been in touch with or go out and door knock, right? Call through your segments. That's yep. an easier easier way to do it. So um, did I answer your question? I think so. <laughs> I, the, the, I, I, I took a note. started talking. Um, and what I heard you say is you want to make sure your expectations are aligned. Yeah. Um, that, that you're coaching them on what they want. You're holding them to accountable to what they want to do. To what they want to do. And if it comes to a point where you say, hey, I only want, in my team, I only want the top, the best performers in, in the team. I want people that do this, this, this. And someone who's been with you for 10 years said, hey, I just had kids and I want to work part time. And you need to make sure that your expectations are aligned and say, this is the expectation for the team. Mm-hmm. You want to do this. I love you. I think you're a great person. I want to do deals with you. But if you're not here, then we can't be together. Right. Um, and you just need to know what your 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 minimum standards or your expectations of are of your of are your team whatever their minimum expectations of your, of your team. team are right and make sure they know what they are and make sure they're aligned and and that's something that should probably be checked in on at a at a fairly regular basis. You said that this person wanted to do fifty. If they came back and said, actually, I want to do six, and I've done five. Okay, well, maybe we have a. a yeah, we don't change goals like that yeah so (laughs) maybe we have a re uh, another conversation about hey this is our minimum expectation 
you're below it, that this isn't going to work out. Right. So you either need to change your expectation or we need to find you a new place. Yeah, and, and honestly, the like the coaching meetings, um, they get smaller. So you don't, I don't take an hour of our top agents' time every week. And I actually, there's some agents that I meet with every week, uh, some of our top agents, and they've asked for that. And then there's some agents that I rotate through every other week. Um, and it, it just, it works better. Because sometimes, right, if the cadence is too much, then it loses the value. And if and if it's not enough, then they don't feel like they've, then that they're getting the help they need and the support they need. Um, so it's definitely um, something that as you can start coaching and you really dial in what you're doing on your coaching call or in your coaching meeting. I mean, today, my day was slam-packed and a lot of my one-on-ones and coaching conversations were 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. They're, they're slated for 30 with our top agents, but like we've gotten it to where it's 15 minutes unless there's an issue or something that we need to talk talk about. And then I've got that additional 15-minute buffer. And I just wrote that um, and because I knew that today because we had a meeting as well. Um, you, you don't, just because you have it set for 30 minutes or an hour, you as the coach, your time is too valuable. Mm-hmm. Them as the agent, their time is too valuable. Right. So don't just bullshit for an hour. Right. Like we, we, we've come to a point where uh, Gary V says this a lot is your meeting, you'll find enough stuff to fill your meeting if you need to. 100%. So he'll do things, he'll do a five minute meeting, a seven minute meeting, a three minute meeting and say, let's just get the shit done when we need to and then move on. Right. And so I think what, one way you can either force that is force yourself to have shorter meetings or make it a clear expectation of when we're done talking about what we need to talk about, let's go do work. Like, hey, have you done this? Yes. 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 Do you have any questions? No. Yeah. Can I help the, you? No. Now, the one-on-ones in your coaching um, conversations with newer agents will be longer. That makes sense. Um, those are typically an hour. So those are the agents that are just coming out of training and there's that month there where we meet with them at 101 for an hour. And it's because there's so much that we have to go through. And, and a lot of it is, is systems. And systems take a while to dive in and to show and to get them to understand. So usually those, and, and they have so many contract questions and negotiating questions that those typically tend to be an hour. Um, but outside of that, um, 30 minutes is what I have slated. 15 is what, I, what we shoot for. And it's not really... When I'm coaching with the agents, um, I, I'm not shooting the shit with them. Like, it's not a "Hey, how's your day?" It's all right. I'm pulling up your numbers here, Cisu. Let's let's get to it. You met with nine people last week, and you've got you know three pending. What's happening with the other ones? Let's talk through it. So it's not a "How, Sally Joe?" Like that's not that. Now, when I see you at the team meeting, and when I see you in the office outside of that, absolutely, "How, Sally Joe?" And how's the weather? But on those one on ones, like it's business. What what are we doing? Um, to, to move the needle for you. So that you were leading right into my next question for the, the producing agents, the high performing, mm-hmm. what questions do you, do you ask? You, you said there was one agent that said, ask me these things. You mentioned, you know, looking at meetings and pendings. What, what are the things you go over? I it, will. If someone's watching this and is like, okay, I have a team, I have agents that I want to coach up, but I don't know what to ask them. I don't want to just sit and shoot the shit for 30 minutes. Ask them this, this, this. So, um, I'll give you the list. Please do. Um, so we go th- over their numbers in CSU. So there we go, right? Those are the numbers that are there. And what numbers? Appointments set? Appo- appointments set, appointments met, um, pendings, and closed. Okay. Um, but then I also want to know how many active buyers are you working with? 
So that's totally outside of that, right? That's their pipeline. How many active sellers are you working with? Um, how many appointments in the last week? Three is the minimum uh, for our top agents. Um, what are you happy about these days? So just a little bit of like keeping, keeping things grounded as well. Super short, sweet, easy questions that um, helps you know what the health of their business is. And, that's, and I love that. And I love that it's led by you. It's not, well, what questions do you have? Because then it's like, I don't, I don't and know. I, and I always ask, like, is there, is there anything I can do for you? Is there anything you need? Yeah, and that seems to be a, one of the last questions, right? You don't start like, last... hey, what do you want? Right. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Like, that takes up energy and thought process for them. Run through it. And then obviously, hey, what else? Because sometimes there's going to be things and they go, oh, that came to mind now. Now I have a question about this. Yep. And then sometimes holding them accountable as well. Um, we had one of our top agents that um, had a rough go starting the year and – um, they just couldn't get their mindset where they were. And I said, what's your why? Like, what are you working for this year? Here's what you worked towards last year. And you check the box, check the box, check the box. Um, and so, what you, <clears throat> excuse me, what are you working towards this year? I, I don't really know. I'm like, okay, so here's what your homework is. When we meet again next week, I need to see your vision board and I need to know what, what's happening. What are you working towards? And that's what we're, that's what our meeting is about. So literally the next week, um, and you need to go through your your segments was the other one mm -hmm. um, and get those cleared out. And we met the next week and um, the vision board was sent over to me prior to uh, we went through each and every one of them in detail. So I, I knew exactly what um, what they were working towards. Um, and I think they're I think they have six pending right now. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Um, with, this is going to be the last thing before we go into our widget. Um, at what point do you stop the one-on-ones say for example like this is a great example mm -hmm. i want you, you ask the numbers blah 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 but what if they they're not they, they show up but hey you're supposed to have three meetings i have none hey you're supposed to have this then i, have I drop them off my calendar you just don't give them an option you say hey you're you're done until you show up right like i'm here for you you have to show up for me as well so there's we have plenty of agents that would would want one-on-one -on -one time um so if you're not doing your part i'm not like, you're not going to be on my calendar. Let me know when you're back in the game and we'll get back on it. And it's not mean, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not kicking them to the curb when they're Correct. down. I, I know what's going on. I know leading up to it. Um, but but that's not the culture that we have. I haven't had to do that. Um, that's not who we are. So I think that just shows the type of agents that we have. Correct. Yeah. And then I'll just send them your way and you can meet with them. All right. On the, <laughs> and then I send them to Tom. So... <laughs> It rolls downhill. Um, that is our talk today with Brandy Berry, our director of sales here at Whistle Realty Group. If you like the show, share it, like it, comment it, uh, leave a review, comment it, whatever. Leave a review on your favorite podcast site. That really means a lot to us. Um, but really, the thing that we love is when when you share it with other people, or when you let us know, hey, this was a lot of value. I really took away this. Um, we did a podcast a couple weeks ago that we got a lot of really good feedback. I've got texts and people coming up to me saying, this literally changed how I did things in my business. And okay, that... so I want to beat that podcast. So what, whatever that was, y'all, mm, reach well, out. Kyle and I like cried it. on that podcast. <laughs> uh -oh. So that's a little tough one. <laughs> we, we talked about mental health and um, uh, literally I had people uh, talk to me and say, look, now when I have phone calls with my mom, it's it's different. Yeah. Now when I have, you know, we had someone text us saying, hey, I showed this to my team. And we had people take specific action to help get their mind right based on what was started with this podcast. I'm not going to take full credit where they had a team about it. But 
Um, so that is what really fills my cup. So if you got something from this, if you learn from it, um, just let us know. That That's really valuable to me, and um, I love seeing stuff like that. So if you want more information, you want to connect with us on a more deeper level where we can communicate more together, go to thewhistleway.com. You can learn about our Facebook group, or you subscribe to our YouTube channel, join the referral list or our referral network, sign up for our newsletter, learn more about our video course where we teach you step-by-step how to create a video series that people actually want to watch, um, or ask a question that we will answer here on the show. Now it's our widget of the week. Brandy, our whistle widget of the week is something that saves us time, helps us make more money, uh, helps us have more fun, or just you know something you want to share with someone. Awesome. Well, my whistle widget of the week is uh, sticking with coaching. Um, Mm -hmm. As we're talking about coaching, there is a book. So for those of you that can't see and are listening, um, it's a book called Coaching Questions, A Coach's Guide to Powerful Asking Skills. And the author is Tony, and I'm going to completely screw up his name, but it's Stolzfus, S-T-O-L-T-Z-F-U-S, Tony Stolzfus. Coaching questions, a coach's guide to powerful asking questions is what it is. Um, and it it's a, a really great way to get started. If you don't know what to ask, um, what questions to ask, it's a really good way to at least get started. Well, we already told them what questions to ask. Well. So you don't have to do it. We already told you. The end. <laughs> we made an it's impact. It's a widget. <laughs> <laughs> um, my widget this week is an app for the phone to help edit video. Um, this was introduced to me by... a. Uh, another real estate agent who does a lot of video at an event that I just went to. It's from Adobe. It's called Premiere Rush. Um, it's their online version of Adobe Premiere. You can start editing stuff on your phone, have it transferred to the computer, go back and forth. Um, pretty neat. I haven't done a lot with it, um, but if you like working in Adobe Premiere, um, if maybe you are a video editor yourself and want to be able to do something a little bit more powerful on your phone than just cutting and you know adding a transition here or there uh, check out adobe premiere rush i really like it How i do... use it all the time she doesn't no i don't <laughs> she goes i don't know what an adobe <laughs> is coochie will that's you do fine. this for me please <laughs> that's what i do thank you guys so much for watching we will see you next week thanks